This morning, we have two scripture readings. The first is from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. And then our next scripture is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verses 37 through 41. While he was speaking, this is Jesus, a Pharisee invited him to dine with him. So he went in and took his place at the table. The Pharisee was amazed to see that Jesus did not first wash before dinner. Then the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup, and of the dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You fools! Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? So give for alms those things that are within, and see everything will be clean for you. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. Today we continue our series on fake news, taking a look at the phrases that we often hear as Christians, phrases that sound like they are from the Bible and we assume are true, so then we spread them like fake news before confirming whether they're actually from Scripture or not. And then after a closer examination, these phrases we realize aren't quite as true as we originally thought. This week, we're taking a look at the phrase, cleanliness is next to godliness. Now, this phrase sounds right, especially in these COVID times when we are hyper aware of washing our hands and using hand sanitizer and not touching our faces. But this phrase can't actually be found in Scripture. Really, it is a phrase that is attributed to none other than our John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist movement. And he used this phrase referring to how personal hygiene is a way of showing care and and not being lazy. And yes, that is true. Our, Our hygiene is a way of showing care to ourselves and one another. But like other fake news, the way that we've come to understand this phrase of cleanliness is next to godliness, it's not as true as we think. It's come to mean this cleanliness, that cleanliness, being clean on the outside and doing all of the right things externally, that's what's necessary for a person to be godly or to reflect God in their lives. And that is not true. We see so in today's scripture, reading from the Gospel of Luke. We read of this encounter between Jesus and the religious leaders of his day, the Pharisees. Luke tells us that Jesus sat down for this meal with the Pharisees, and he was amazed. The Pharisee was amazed that Jesus didn't wash his hands before dinner. And he wasn't concerned about Jesus' hygiene here. He really was concerned that Jesus wasn't obeying these cleansing rituals that the Pharisees strictly observed. 
they had this particular ritual of washing their hands before every meal and even sometimes between courses, not for sanitary reasons, but for spiritual ones. The Old Testament laws, they outline ways in which the Jewish people were to keep themselves clean and and set apart as God's chosen people. And so the Pharisees took these, these rituals and these laws very seriously. And Jesus, as a devout man, should have obeyed these rituals as well. But he didn't hear. And so he uses this opportunity to confront and to challenge the Pharisees. And when he is confronted and challenged by the Pharisee, he, look at what he says in verse 39. He says, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. Jesus compares the Pharisees' obsession of, with, of ritual cleansing to someone who worries about washing only the outside of a cup or a dish. Now, the outside of a cup or a dish, it needs to be clean. Otherwise, your hands get sticky. But that's not the most important part. It's not that Jesus was opposed to following those Jewish laws, but that the Pharisees had lost the heart of their religion, the heart of what they believed, the why of the cleansing rituals. They were only concerned about doing the right thing. and not focused on allowing God to impact them internally, personally, in their hearts. In their own way, they were acting like they had to earn God's love, that they had to earn to be God's chosen people. But part of what Jesus is pointing out here in the scripture is that God's love isn't a result of anything that we do or anything on the outside It's a result of what we do with our hearts. Jesus continues and says, You fools! Because Jesus was appalled that these religious leaders were missing the entire point of the Jewish law. He says, Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? Didn't God, who created you, create the inside of you as well as the outside. So why wouldn't God be concerned with one? Why would God be concerned with one and not the other? And then he says, so give alms. Give for alms those things that are within. And see, everything will be clean for you. Give to God what is within you, your heart and your soul, and then you will be truly clean, Jesus is saying. Often we get so caught up in conforming to our religion on the outside, the rules and the expectations of others, that we neglect the true, the truth of the gospel, what the gospel calls us to, which is to be transformed on the inside. But if you got a cup dirty and you washed the outside— Would you think that that cup would be okay to drink from? No, it misses the entire, the most important point. Verse 39 says, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. 
Jesus saw that although they were clean on the outside, they were inwardly corrupt. They were hypocrites. The Pharisees had forgotten what, what God said to Samuel so long ago. When Israel was looking for a king, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. God is concerned primarily with what is in our hearts, because God knows that what is in our hearts, that cup of our heart, it spills outward into our actions. Now, my husband's, uh, Russ's grandfather, Carlos, he told a story of when he was 12 years old, and he was reading the Gospel John with his pastor, and in one of those readings, he felt the love of God so profoundly and intensely that he said he thought his heart was going to explode. And when someone met Carlos, they felt that same intense love. Carlos passed away in February, and yesterday we had a memorial service for him. And his, younger, his youngest son, Arun, shared this story. That one time, Arun went over to visit his parents, and as he walked into their house, there was a man that he didn't know sitting down for tea with Carlos. And it turns out that Carlos had gotten his tires changed that afternoon, and he invited the man to come and have tea with him at his home. Now, I was told by um, my mother-in-law last night that they're still good friends, or they were still good friends before Carlos passed, this, this mechanic and Carlos. Now, after sharing this, Arun said, I don't know about you, but I've had my tires changed a hundred times in my life, and at no point did it occur to me to invite the mechanic over to my house. In fact, I think if I had, they would have been more than a little concerned and that's true. We don't often think of that. And if we did, the person might look at us a little strangely. But with Carlos, it was different. People knew that his care, his compassion, that his heart was genuine. And so there were always new people sitting at Carlos's table, being physically fed, but more importantly, their heart was being filled with this love that surpasses all understanding. The truth is, cleanliness is not next to godliness. A person, may, a person may be squeaky clean on the outside, but at the same time absolutely corrupt on the inside. Our actions are important. Jesus didn't say that it was wrong for the Pharisees to wash their hands— the outside of the cup, that needs cleaning too. But our actions alone do not make us godly. They do not make us like God. What makes us like God, what is most important, is the inside of the cup. So that whatever is in that, when it spills over, that people experience God. In times of crisis, our cup spills over. And right now, 
we are in a time of crisis. A global pandemic, continued racial unrest, wildfires, hurricanes, a divisive election. I didn't watch the news today. Maybe there's something else. But guys, 2020 has been a ride. So as your cup spills over in this time of crisis, what are people getting covered with? What is spilling out into the world? Are you spilling out God's love and compassion because that is what's in your heart? Or are you spilling out something else because that is what your heart is filled with? That is the question for today. Amen.